Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Hi, everybody. It's Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on this Saturday morning to talk about the Rochester area and the real estate market. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. We got Good. teased by spring and yeah, summer right. a week ago. <laughs> we know better. We know better. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Although you did see the first uh, barges start moving Oh, we did. We've seen, a, we've seen a few go through. Yeah, yeah, and that's always a good sign. It is. We're near the end, regardless of what uh, kind of gloomy weather the Mother it's the gray sky. Yeah, the, the gray sky. Week. Yeah, the gray skies and the rain. You know, the, that's the hard part. I'd yeah. rather take those freezing cold days in the winter with the bright sunshine. It's just the gray skies get me. But you we know, know there's lots of sunny days coming. The grass is greening up already. Yeah, just a I, little bit. And I think all weekend, even though it's not supposed to be very warm, we are supposed to see a lot of sunshine. Right. Yeah. So it'll be. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. Summer will be here before we know it. Um, I saw. I got to ask you about this because I saw a headline, and it was about millennials buying homes. And I and I chuckled when I saw that because I think it was probably ten years ago. Um, all the predictions were all oh, the millennials. This is the new generation. They're all going to want to live uh, in these big apartment complexes with all the amenities, and it will fit their lifestyle. And I remember talking to a planner. And I said, well, what about when they get into their 30s and they start having families? Mm-hmm. And I said, you do realize they're, they're going to want homes that's going to be, oh, no, no, the, we see this as a long-term trend for this generation. They're different. And, well, from what I saw the headline, <laughs> it's not really the case. Well, you know what? First of all, thank you for staying up on your real estate. I know that was an article. I know exactly what we're speaking of. It was, I think, Thursday in the National Association of Realtors on their website. And the article was titled, Millennials Making Up Larger Share of Buyers. And to your point, I get really tired of the older generation having absolutely no faith in the younger generation because we have some pretty amazing young people in this world and they're doing some pretty amazing things. And you know, the millennials now are between 23 and 41 years old. So they're not even that, they're not even that young. I mean, 40, I mean, they're young compared to you and I, but you know, I mean, they're not kids by any means. They're my kids. Yeah, and my kids. And there are a lot of successful, a lot, and maybe that's why I have such a, a passion for that age group because I've seen my kids, I've seen how successful they've been, I've seen how successful their friends have been, I see how hardworking they are and how forward thinking they are. It, I get very excited about their generation, to be honest with you. And yes, to your point, millennials are now comprising 43% of homeowners. Doesn't okay. surprise me at all. That is the highest of any generation in the current market. And it's up quite a bit because last year, the millennials made up 37% of buyers, okay? So these folks, 23 to 41 years old, are the most likely generation to use the internet to find a home, right? Sure. And they will use a real estate agent. So another fallacy is, okay, they are 
these are the internet tech savvy, the internet, the realtors are going to go away. They're going to start using these online real estate companies. And nope, that is not true. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to I'm going to quote the article. It says millennials, consumers between age of 23 to 41 years old are the most likely generation to use the internet to find a home. And they ultimately purchase as well as the most likely to use a real estate agent according to a new study released by the National Association of Realtors. So there you go. They're smart kids. I told you I came from these people. <laughs> and by just my perception, um, they're, see, they seem to be buying homes at a younger age than our generation did. You know, there's just more information out there. They understand that it is a great way to build equity. I mean, we've talked a lot the past few weeks about how much equity... Another article that I wanted to talk to talk about today was that the average homeowner just in this past year has built $55,000 in equity wow. in their home. So again, it is a bank account that they can live in. That is an amazing number is what that is. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. And if you look at the stock market, I think it's temporary, but we pretty much lost a year of gains because of the reaction to what's happened in Ukraine. Yeah. But our homes have not gone down at all. No, they have not. And, you know, prior to the Ukraine, you know, was COVID, COVID, COVID. And yeah. what a lot of what a lot of young people, a lot of millennials did during COVID is they said, you know what? I don't really have to stay in Minneapolis in this expensive apartment because now I'm working from home so I can move back to mom and dad's house. Doesn't bother me a bit to live there for free, save my money. And then now those folks are buying houses because they saved up a lot of money during the time that they moved back home. And mom and dad are saying, okay, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of those mom and dads are like, well, like like me would be like, yeah, come on home for a while. I'd love it. Because you know what? A lot of the mom and dads aren't home that much either. So it's kind of like ships passing in the night. And I have actually had a lot of millennials move to their parents' house and the parents are snowbirds. So they're like gone oh, all yeah, winter. Perfect. Yeah. So it's just a real, it's a win-win and they haven't had to pay the, you know, crazy high. And it's mostly because I think they get lonely. If they're not going into their office to see people, you know, it's better now. I'm just talking in the past, the right. last two years, right? If they weren't going into the office to see people and they had to just stay at home and work and they lived in an apartment by themselves and bars and restaurants were very limited, I mean, it, it got lonely. So I think that was even more than just the financial drive. I think people just wanted to be around people. Yeah, family, especially during family. those times. Of course. And uh, along the same lines, this is a brand new report that's um, from the demographer's office that more or less confirms what you said. Uh, during the pandemic, they saw the big, big cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Minnesota particularly, lose population. Uh -huh. And they're predicting it's temporary, but I'm, I'm not so sure about that. Right. Yeah, I know. I've heard the same. I've heard that it's, you know, people will eventually migrate back, but it just depends on. I mean, you know, I live in Reed's Landing, Minnesota, and life in the little tiny, quiet Reed's Landing, Minnesota is pretty awesome. And yeah, I do drive an hour to come to Rochester, but it doesn't bother me a bit. No, I mean, we've talked about this before. If you live in Maplewood or um, Minnetonka or Wyzetta, and you live in or work in downtown Minneapolis, it's taking you 40 minutes to get there. 
And guess what? In my job, all I do is drive, 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 drive anyway. So what difference does it make if I drive 45 minutes here and then get in my car and drive four hours all over town? Yeah. I mean, it really it really does. It's a moot point. It really doesn't matter. And for others, they can live in Reed's Landing or Wabasha or Lake City and um, their internet connections allow them to continue doing whatever work it may be. Um, exactly. I know a young lady who... Uh, is managing a company from her home. The company is based in Arizona, but the employees are spread all across the world. Right. It's, yeah, it is. It's crazy. It it's is cool. crazy. It's cool. So you want to know something about our generation? Okay. We're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so according to the same article, baby boomers between the ages of 57 to 66 purchased homes at a median price of 301 and the only ones that went lower were those from 67 to 75 and of course that's because of fixed income many time and they had a median price of 295 but these youngins these 23 to 31 they're buying houses at a median price of 315,000 so yeah that's I, I again that doesn't surprise me right they're that, doers. Uh, they're movers. They're shakers. Yeah. They're going to get it done. And they're looking forward to future growth as well. But the good news is, regardless of age, buyers from all generations are relying on real estate professionals for help. So I actually have a listing coming up over in Lanesboro. And the owner sent me an email that she got from a, a friend in Lanesboro said, don't sign with a realtor. You can sell that house on your own. And she she said me she said Robin, I know this might be um, a conflict of interest, but I know you'll be honest with me. I said, well, the facts, the actual fact is that in 2021, home sellers who used a realtor earned 11% more, they got 11% more for their home than those who did not. I'm gonna tell you right now, it does not cost 11% to use a Realtor. So they are coming out money ahead. Yes. So that's the fact. And the, as you said, the millennials have already picked up on that. Yeah, and smart. And are doing it They're the right way. Correct, okay. correct. Well, goodness, we have to take a break already. Wow. When we come back, we're gonna meet the newest member of your team, yeah, I'm excited. Really, really well known to you. <laughs> That's the darn truth. Nobody knows this kid better. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll talk with Brett Gwaltney when we uh, come back after this quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Are you worried about maintaining your lifestyle in retirement? Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. And as promised, we're connected with the newest member of Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and shares the same last name as Robin. <laughs> Brett Gwaltney is with us this morning. Hi, Brett. Hey, Andy, how's it going? It's going well. Glad to have an opportunity to meet you. Nice meeting you as well. I've heard a lot. Um, maybe for those who haven't heard a lot, give us a little background on yourself and uh, how you got to where you are today. 
Yeah, not a problem. So I, I'm a graduate of Grand Valley State University uh, in 2012. Uh, I started my career uh, in corporate finance with IBM in 2013. Nice. Um, and I recently just left that gig of uh, December of last year, uh, so 31st of 2021. Uh, and I jumped into the family business uh, January 1 of 2022. So um, you went out on your own and did a different thing. And I guess what brought you, I, I, I assume back, because I assume you're familiar with the family involved in real estate. What brought you back to real estate as uh, your future, your current and future career? Yeah. So like you said, like, you know, I've been around real estate for the past 20 plus years uh, with my mom and dad being in the game. Um, and there's always been a passion of mine. I just wanted to go and test the waters and do something a little different. Um, but as the years went on, I realized that it was more in my blood than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I finally decided to make the jump. So what do you what do you find attractive? What what is it about this real estate business that uh, brought you back to it? The most attractive thing is just helping people make the biggest investment of their life, you know, and, and seeing the joy on their face when someone is able to own a home, a first time home buyer, or, you know, somebody that's able to get their dream home. Uh, all, all of those things um, are great. So did it really help having that exposure with, uh, with your mom to kind of get into uh, the the flow of things when you uh, join Gwaltney Group, Remax Results? Yes, and just her caring nature, um, it kind of rubbed off on me and, and how she services her clients uh, has been a big thing. And so I just kind of want to emulate that and, uh, and keep the uh, tradition going. Sure. Have you uh, stumbled upon or found a, a niche, I guess? I know you've only been at it a few months now. Um, the type of buyer you really like to work with, I guess, is what I'm asking. So, yeah. So any buyers, like I said, I mentioned first home, uh, you know, first time home buyers uh, is one just because of the joy it brings them and myself. But I mean, just being around uh, real estate, like I said, for the past 20 years, it doesn't I'll help anybody. Right. Um, sure. Just any of my friends who are currently renting and making that jump to owning a property, investors looking for for more opportunities for passive income so all, all niches i bet that uh, works out real well too because you you're kind of in that age group where a lot of people who have been renting for many years are finally waking up and discovering that you know what <laughs> i could be paying this monthly fee and live or, and own the own the property i'm living in exactly exactly instead of kind of letting the money go out the window you actually build yeah. some equity so and that is true i mean i have a lot of friends that you know ha either have purchased homes in the last couple of years with my family um or are looking to purchase a home so are you uh, are you mainly focusing here in the rochester area so uh, the rochester and the surrounding areas you know so out to dover yoda byron even owatana so all around southeastern Minnesota, I would, I would be able to service. Well, fantastic. So uh, if somebody's listening today and they're interested in talking to you, Brett, if they're looking to sell or buy a home, is there a specific way to contact you? Yeah. So you can go to GwaltneyGroup.com and under agents, um, all my personal information is there from my cell phone number to my office number and my email. So... 
brett at gwaltneygroup.com is my email and my phone number is 507-272-4019 well fantastic great chatting with you and and good luck thank you very much andy i enjoy uh enjoy chatting with you that's Brett Gwaltney, the newest member of Gwaltney Group Remax Results. We'll be back in just a moment talking more with Robin here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hi, this is Randy Brock, and I'd like you to do real estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney back with us. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And Robin, I know it was a couple months ago, and there was one concern you might have had about the real estate market, and that was will or will not folks who have this amount of equity start pulling it out through cash out what is it cash out refinancing or right, something right. like that yeah cash out refis you oh. know so they they refinance but then take the some of the equity out that that's what got us into a lot of trouble right. back in 2008 so that's my my biggest message i try to get out to people is use this home not just as your shelter but as your bank account your it's savings account your building wealth yes i mean I, I just was listening to Brett tell you, you know, his own friends, his age, here we go, those millennials know to buy investment properties, use them as rentals, use them as VRBOs. I mean, him and some of his friends have purchased properties to use as VRBOs, you oh, know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's smart and um, the equity builds, the average, right? The average equity built last year, I just said, was 55,000 just year over year, so in one year. Well, if you keep it there, it's going to add up and when it comes time for retirement or time to you know need that money it's going to be there and the good news is that um despite the increasing equity fewer homeowners are taking out equity lines of credit that's great news it's really good news um in the fourth quarter of 2021 the um helocs or the home equity line of credits were down 5.5 percent from the previous quarter and down 4.2% from the level issued in the fourth quarter of 2020. So fewer people are depending on the equity in their homes. So that is music to my ears. People are getting smarter. Yes, and again, <laughs> it's because there's information out there. And you know, I think that again, COVID, we have to focus on some of the positive things that COVID did. People spent less money during COVID. You know, they weren't running all over the country. They weren't taking all kinds of vacations. They weren't going out to eat as much. They weren't doing those things. And so that money went somewhere and a lot of it was saved. And you're talking about Brett and his friends uh, buying these investment properties. The beauty of that is you're pulling in rent through those people coming in and staying in the home. Yeah. That's covering the actual mortgage and you're, right. you're you're basically getting the equity gain for free. And even even rental properties. I tell these young kids buying these homes that they're turning around and renting, don't worry about how much you're going to make each month. Just make sure you're making enough yes. to cover all of your expenses because then 
The equity is going to continue to build. You're just going to take money, collect it from the renter, pay it to the bank, collect it from the renter, pay it to the bank. That's okay, but you're building the equity. So while you collected that rent all last year and paid it to the bank, you earned on average $55,000 in equity sitting in that house. So it's not about, oh, I have to make at least $1,000 profit. I have to make at least $2,500 profit. You are making profit as long as, you know, values are going up and they are. I know a person who's now retired that their entire retirement is funded through the, the things that you're talking about. Yeah, they, a lot of over people. Over 30, 20, 30 years, they own multiple uh, investment properties mm-hmm. and now it's all gravy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that and it, it is just a really solid way to build wealth. And I think this is why we're seeing the biggest portion of homeowners are millennials because they're in tuned to this. They understand, you know, Brett just told you he spent nine and a half years in the finance world. They get it. That's what they're focusing on is numbers. And they're they're so much more in tune to like their 401ks and their investment than I ever was at that age. No, that's for sure. I have my own children. I can attest to that. At at 32, I I mean, at 32, I was worried about now, do I have enough money for daycare, diapers, formula, gas? I mean, honestly, so I'm just super proud of them. I Okay. um, When you work with these millennial um, generation buyers, yes, or even sellers. It doesn't yeah, matter, right? Are, do you find them less emotional about the process than perhaps we absolutely. are? Absolutely, absolutely. Just like when we got a job, we got a job knowing that's where we were going to retire from, or at least believing it. We when I left it. Mayo after twenty years, I was devastated. I thought, oh my gosh, I've spent twenty years here. I work at the best place in the whole wide world, and now I'm going to leave. Am I crazy? And these kids, they get a job. Three years later, they hop to a different job. Three years later, I mean, it's and it's the norm. They are yeah. much less more. They are much less emotional about life changing decisions than we were. No doubt about it. And well, also, at least my limited experience, because I guess I'm basing it on my sphere of peers, they they seem more attached to family than we were as well. I always was. I was kind of a sucker for family. I mean, people say, how come you never left Minnesota? And the quick and easy answer is my parents. I just, I couldn't, I would have never moved away. But You and I are the same. That's why I'm still here. Yeah, but as a whole, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Interesting. Well, it's nice to find the the silver lining in what's been a you know a rough couple of years. Right, and there's you know glass half glass half glass. <laughs> let me say this again: glass half full people like you and I do like to focus on the positive. And you know what? The truth be told, there has been plenty of. Oh, I mean, lots and lots of horrible things came out of COVID, oh, yeah. but there's plenty of positive. And we can't change it. So what it is is what it is. And hopefully we're moving on and, you know, getting further and further from that pandemic. I hope so, too. Oh, goodness. I am so looking forward to summer. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, people say, why, if you love summer so much, why do you move? Why don't you move away? Well, this is the thing. I love the change of the seasons. I love looking forward to summer and not taking summer for granted. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I think I've told you this before. Uh, one time I was in California, I was talking to uh, the driver who was taking us from the airport to the hotel. And right away he detected our accent. And 
Oh, you're from Minnesota, he says right away. And he kind of laughed and uh, yeah, yeah. And then we got talking about, of all things, Jesse Ventura. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. But uh, he was I asking about. An, I think of Jesse every time I go to buy my license tabs. <laughs> I will say that. But he was lamenting the lack of change in Southern California. He'd lived there his whole life. He goes, I'm bored with it. He goes, I, yeah. I, I, I really would like to move up to Minnesota and experience it. It's it's awesome. It's yeah. amazing. Some will never know. And now I lost my train of thought. Goodness gracious. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. What? The match day we were talking about last week actually did happen a week ago, Friday. Friday. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Yeah, so are you, I, are you hearing from a lot of the incoming residents? Yes. So after our show, I was actually out with an incoming resident oh. who told me that match day had been Friday. So I knew it was Thursday or Friday. It's always yeah. right around uh, St. Patrick's Day, but I wasn't just sure on exactly which day. So yes, we are um, between me and the team. We're working with probably about a dozen residents. Oh, so yeah, yeah, we're working with quite a few of them. So busy, busy, busy. So I'll tell you what they have to choose from. Okay. Okay. Uh, 112 active listings. So the number's going down. They're gobbling Three of them up. those... They're gobbling them up. Three of those are um, under 100,000, probably not what they're looking for. 100 to 200 are six. Now we're getting more into what they're looking for. Between two and 300, there are 24. Mm -hmm. Between three and 400, there are 15. So that's, you know, 40, 40 houses. By the, by the end of the weekend, those will probably be gone. You have a couple dozen buyers ready to go. Right, exactly. And so does everybody else. So, you know, <laughs> there's there's buyers out there. So, yeah, market hasn't changed much in that aspect. Um, there are houses, let's see, between five and 600,000, there are a dozen. Between six and 700,000, there are another dozen. Between 700 and 800, there are 10 more. Between 800 and 900, there are three between 900 and a million, there are five. And then over a million, there are three, four, five, nine. Nine houses over a million. Speaking of houses over a million, I want to thank you for that article that you wrote about Wild Rose Lane because A, it made the homeowner feel very good to get some of the truth out there. And I will tell you that um, we have interested parties. So oh, we're making some great progress there and people who are really excited about the house. So I hope to see that house be sold and completed and become the most beautiful house in Rochester, just like I talked about last that week. That would be so, a very happy ending. Yes, it would be. And a happily deserved ending as well. So, And anyway, I, looking I at the notes. pictures, I can see the vision of it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Let Remind me to share with you the floor plans because oh, yeah. you will be just wowed. <laughs> yeah, really amazing. I don't All know right. if it has enough garages for me, though. No, a six isn't quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> There are people that it probably wouldn't be enough for, but anyway. I saw a home for sale in Michigan that it came, the home itself came with a car museum. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm afraid to ask. what I didn't see oh, what the wow. asking price was. That's crazy. So our market average right now um, is on the market for actives is 478000 and the median active price is three ninety eight. Now, if we take that over to sold and closed, of the 28 houses that have, uh, well, there's 963 that have sold and closed in the last six months, but I'm just looking at the last month. Sure. 
and the market average was 354. So yeah, our, our market average, you know, people say, what's the average price point in your market? That number is definitely creeping up. And our average days on market is still right under 30. And okay. and when they say average days on market, it's a little bit deceiving because if the house goes on the market today and we accept an offer tomorrow and it's contingent upon an inspection and that inspection is done uh. in seven days, you know, then that contingency gets removed. So sometimes it actually went under contract much sooner than that but before it goes to the pending status. So gotcha. that, that's where those numbers get a little okay. bit. Okay, so um, in reality, misleading. it's probably a, quite a bit shorter than what that number exactly. is. Exactly, that's exactly okay. right. Yep. Well, Robin? It's that time already? It is time for you to share how we get a hold of you if you especially have a home you'd like to sell right now. Yeah, because you know what? Now that Brett's in the business, I'm not going to get his referrals to his friends anymore. He's going to get them all. So I need my own customers. <laughs> the kid has sent me a lot of business. Anyway, uh, my cell phone is 507-259-4926. Great. And uh, I guess we'll chat again next week. Absolutely. Talk Thanks, Robin. Then. Robin Gwaltney, right. Gwaltney Group Remax results here on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk 13.